Hello, welcome to another episode of the Cheese Meets Cancelled. My name is Trace. And I'm Leo. And in today's episode, we are going to be reviewing Mixed Filipinos and Entertainment. Make sure to check out the link in the description. The Facebook video is there. Um, and in today's episode, we will be talking about being mixed versus being half Filipino. We will talk about... Clickbait. Clickbait. And yeah. Br- and what everything Bruno Mars, Olivia Rodrigo, even Nicole Scherzinger. How they can uh, carry the Filipino flag uh, as a cape and it still wouldn't be enough. <laughs> All right, so before we get into it, here is the first minute of the episode. Check it out. Want to make it in Hollywood? Don't look Filipino. Famous Filipinos have pushed representation for us, but a majority of what the Western world considers to be Filipino on TV is mixed. And before we go on, while someone might be mixed in Filipino by blood, it doesn't invalidate their experience of being Filipino. But here's where the problem lies. Entertainment doesn't want to see a Filipino unless they can pass as something else. Take the Miss Universe pageant, whose contestants set their nation's standard of beauty as they compete against the world for the crown. And in the last six years, Miss Philippines has won twice. But both of our Panay Miss Universes are mixed. Tita, they want mixed. In fact, most Filipinos that the public idolizes are multiracial. Vanessa Hudgens, Haley Seinfeld, even Joe Coy. Does Hollywood reward Filipinos for looking ethnically ambiguous or even European? And when we say Filipino representation, what are we even asking for? I'm Trace Gaynor, and here's what you missed on The Cheese, presented by Kumu. I actually really liked that episode, too. I say that after every single one that I like the episode. (laughs) So in the first segment of these um, episodes, we will start with the Filipino hook of the thing that got us canceled in this video. And my first comment, and I commented like right away on this, is that this was like the episode that I was, first of all, the most nervous Mm -hmm. to put out, but it also was like pretty much the first, I think it was the first topic that I wanted to, one of the first ones I wanted to tackle when we started this series. Um, Just because there are so many, you know, just me being half, I... Which we're not even supposed to call it half. So, I mean, me being mixed was like one of the things that I wanted to, I wanted to bring in. But um, yeah, and I think going off of that, you know, Trace pitched this idea and he was, he was really passionate about it. And obviously so, because it resonates with who he is. Um, And for me, this was actually more so a breaking the Thabo video because it felt like, you know, us talking about identity and talking about, you know, mixed Filipinos. I was trying to understand what was the actual entertainment aspect to that. Um, But I will say that this video did pretty well. And I was shockingly surprised by the extremely positive comments that we actually got. I mean, with with every video, you're going to get a, a mix of... Yeah, we did get a <laughs> lot of nasty comments, too. Yeah, but. you're going to get you're gonna get nasty comments, and I guess that's part of the reason why this is called The Cheese Me's Cancelled. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's a lot of good potential in this video, which we see in every video. You know, there's always a silver lining and a, an optimistic view that we want to take. Yeah. So, I personally don't mind saying half, because... I, I don't know, just like I've always said, I'm half Filipino. My dad is white, my mom is Filipino, and I am half. I don't know, I just, I, I don't feel weird calling it half. I guess from a colloquial standpoint, or what's typical, you know, everyone says half Filipino, that's that's culturally accepted, or that's, I guess, like, accepted as a, as a term. The only reason why we do not say half in the video is not because we find it to be a problematic term, but, you know, as a platform that supports every margin and and um, 
place within the Filipino community, it doesn't feel like uh, an appropriate term for us to say half Filipino because yeah. in some sense it indicates that you're only half, but you're, you know, there is no quantity of you having to be Filipino. And so that's the only reason why we actually chose to say mixed Filipino. Yeah, no, I get why some people that are mixed would feel some sort of way about being called half um, because it would, you know, insinuate that you're, you don't have a full Filipino experience. Yeah. And I mean, I get by, I like, don't care. It's like, I get it that it's like, I'm half Filipino because I have one parent that's Filipino and one that's not. Um, And I say like, even though my experience is half Filipino, it still is a Filipino experience. So like, I don't mind calling it half, but for the sake of like not getting canceled, I don't mind calling it mixed. But I think Part of the problem with that is that I don't think people understood what we were trying to get across in this video. Like, I think mm-hmm. if us, we didn't have time to fully explain that by mixed, we mean half. Or, like, I don't think we got into it too much. So people, like, us calling it mixed Filipino didn't go over entirely perfectly because people were like well all filipinos are mixed and it's like no yeah. no, no 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 you know what i mean I, and, and we just know. we just got that comment here on kumu most yeah. filipinos has some mix but when we meant half i really meant like one parent being entirely not from the philippines like one parent that my dad is white you know like my dad is white. like like white white so white you know and and like and that's fine you know like i i just i think we missed that point by being too almost PC about it. No, but here's the thing. No matter what happens on the internet, people will not give you the benefit of the doubt. And I'll give you an example. So one of our recent, you know, we're on season two of Breaking the Tabo. And, you know, we put out a question and this question on this video is a bit, you know, it'll ruffle a couple of feathers. Are you talking about the, uh, the Ube one? Yeah, the Ube. Yeah. You know, the question that we're asking is, did America steal Ube from the Philippines? And you know what? It's very valid. Facebook had say, opinions. Okay, Facebook yeah. Had and you know what? You can say no. That's fine. <laughs> the answer can be no. Yeah. The answer can be yes. It could be a balance. It could depend. And, you know, half of those people that, you know, commented things that are, you know, they were a bit nasty about it. You know, they didn't watch the full video. Because if you actually watch the full video, you'd understand what we actually mean by that. And that's the thing. You know, people will only take a... a you know, a part of this video and interpret it the way that they want. Right. Um, and that's why they miss the whole thing about mix. And, you know, no video is going to have every single part. Like, we're not going to be able to explain the whole reason why we did mixed, why we did not do half, whatever. Um, but in general, I feel like and for, for people who watched throughout um, and really had an open mind. They really saw what the whole the whole point of the video. Anyway, let's go back to the th- comments that got us canceled in this video. You know, another thing that's interesting is that people th- we weren't necessarily canceled for this, but a lot of people commented famous Filipinos that we forgot. Oh my goodness! And that happens every single time. Yeah, that's like, but you forgot Josh in the Good Place and um, Josh from <laughs> that's funny. Oh no. Oh, yeah, no, they're both called Josh. Josh from The Good Place and Josh from Blue's Clues. There's no Josh from The Good Place. Manny Jacinto as Josh in The Good Place. His name, I think his character's name is Josh. Oh, no, it wasn't. Wait. Jason. Jason. Okay, well, (laughs) this person, this Facebook comment got it wrong. Um, So they're they're canceled. Yeah, they're canceled. (laughs) Um, Manny Jacinto as Jason on The Good Place and then Josh De La Cruz from Blue's Clues. Um, And you. Is he talking about me? Thank you, Patrick. Wait, so so <laughs> and and so here here's another one. Um 
when a Miss Universe candidate from the Philippines looks very Filipino, I'm almost certain she wouldn't win or even place high. I've worked as a background actor and passed as Latino. I felt so fake amongst all the Latinos on set, but hey, I've got bills to pay. Yeah. It's it's a double-edged sword, you know, this whole idea about representation because, you know, the point that we're making is that when you look at Filipino representation, a majority of the times when you get Filipino representation, again, it's I'm I'm going to say full Filipino representation, but what I mean by that is it's someone off- who's undeniably Filipino. Yes. And the people who have Filipino representation are people who can play ambiguous roles. Right. Like Trace. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, There was a line in there that I kept trying to squeeze in and ultimately end up didn't, it didn't make it. But one of the lines was, we need representation where the character's ethnicity is not there by choice. Because, you know, with a, like with the Olivia's or with the... Um, Darren, Chris's, or even Bruno, like he, they all have the choice to present being Filipino. Like they can not be Filipino. And it's just like, oh, I wonder what ethnicity they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, same with me. Like, I don't think, I think I'm ethnically ambiguous enough that I can get away with being something that's not Filipino. But there's a lot of people that are trying to break into entertainment that when you seem like, oh, that's a Filipino person. And like, that's the kind of representation that I think people were striving for here that we're like trying to get that like the ethnicity the representation wasn't there because they wanted to play an ethnicity card they wanted to play like a diversity card they're there because they are undeniably filipino and that's the only thing they could be that you see like oh that's a filipino person mm-hmm. um and that's what we're missing and i think a lot of like the comments of like oh but we all are chinese or spanish or pacific islander that because this is about you know american entertainment industry that still is looped into this like not white that's not ambiguous thing. And for the people that are Filipino that are making it, it's they're still, you know, questionably even ethnic at all. So, you know, and there's a lot of comments of uh, make your own, which we're going to get on every... Go tell, go, go read one of those. <laughs> Leo went off on this earlier. <laughs> um, Where's like the boohoo crybaby comment? Oh, so sick of everyone being a crybaby. Go out and do it. Stop acting like it's someone else's fault you're not being represented. Make your own movies. Make your own music. If it's good, people will listen and watch it. But don't try to get guilted into the industry. Okay, so this type of commenter is the type of comment that thinks we are always playing the victim. That we're so sad and blah, 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 blah. But this this person is also the type of person who's not going to show up to support any one of our shit. We have so many videos that is talking about representation, that's putting forward arts, you know, and, and we're often sharing a lot of these films and these stories. This person could not give one shit about any of those. And and you're gonna find that so many times on um online that people are are just they're gonna look at your one-off video and say, Oh, there's more issues in the world. Why do you have to focus on this? Well, guess what? We do focus on all those issues, but where were you? <laughs> but this I, is the video you're commenting on. I, I, I seriously do not understand. Um, so, you know what? That's fine. Like, yeah, it, it's a thing. Okay, so, you know, I was saying that I don't really mind what you call someone that's half or mixed Filipino. I found one that I do mind. Someone's commented, We need meritocracy and not representation for the sake of it. It doesn't matter if they are half-bloods or not. What matters oh, a is... a half-blood. 
What matters is if they have what it takes. Equal opportunity and not equality of outcome. Okay. okay Half-bloods so, is the one that I am like, that's the line. You can't call them half-bloods. <laughs> no, but that, and, and that's an interesting thing that, you know, you brought up. And, and this morning we had an interview with Monica Joel Ortiz um, for another series. And one of the things that she was saying is, I don't want to get casted because you need to hit diversity points you need those brownie points you know for her to get casted she wants to be casted based on her talent um and and so you know they they talk about meritocracy and what they're doing is they're making the assumption that we aren't talented enough and that is the reason why we aren't getting these and so they're making a play or a jab at like oh why are you talking about representation if you all were actually good you would have representation that is false Hollywood does not want to see us yet. yet. And so, yeah, I think those are, those are just one of those things like, you know, the whole premise and series of Cheese Me's is breaking down all the obstacles that Filipinos who are trying to enter into media and entertainment face in trying to succeed and thrive and see ourselves here. And so it's, it is actually quite an important thing to be able to talk and discuss these topics. Yeah. Another comment, you know, this isn't a cancelable offense, but someone said, look at the actors and actresses in the Philippines. They're all light-skinned, have small noses, and or mixed. And that really is the case of what we were trying to prove. The first time I went to the Philippines, it was with my group, the Philharmonic, and we were driving around in traffic, and traffic in Manila is insane. You think LA traffic is bad, Manila traffic is absurd. And we're looking at all the billboards, and everyone on the billboards looks like me. And not in like um in like a... I feel represented. It's like, no, 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 that couldn't be my cousin. Like, that is literally a relative of mine. And it was really strange to go across the country and look like the, not in a weird way, but like the standard of beauty. Because like, if you drive down like Hollywood Boulevard, I do not look like the relatives of who is on billboards here. You know, like they're all like 6'5", like really ripped, like beach blonde hair, blue eyes, like there's a look. And I do not look related to them. But in the Philippines, I did. And it was strange because it didn't seem like that would be the what is casually, you know, like American Filipinos is not what's walking around in Manila, you know? So it was very strange to go across the globe and see that what wasn't available in the Philippines is what they were glorifying. Um, and that's really what I was trying to prove here. It's like the actors and the actresses, it's not obtainable because it's just like, this is literally not what lives in this country. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it's, I don't know. Is that a cancelable thing to wait, say? Wait, wait, no, no, no. Because So one of the things that I was afraid of, because people always like to pick on the lines that we say yeah. and not watch the full video, the opening scene, what was the line? Uh, let's play it back. Okay. Want to make it in Hollywood? Don't look Filipino. And I had this feeling that people are not going to jive with that. Um, but why? Because that's it's so rude. It's like want to make it in Hollywood? Don't look Filipino. It's it's such a straightforward thing to say. And obviously, if you watch the entire video, like we have a reason why we're yeah, saying yeah. that. Um, but here's the thing. One of my one of the shocking parts that I saw is like there wasn't many people disagreeing with that everyone was saying oh that's the exact same case in the philippines if you want to make oh, it yeah. if you want to make it in philippine entertainment don't look filipino look mestiza look yeah. blah 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 you know and and i did not expect that we would get that type of reaction which really showed us why this topic is so important yeah Another thing that, you know, this kind of, you want to get cancelable right now. Yeah, cancelable. Here, here we go. This is about to get cancelable. Okay, so, black Filipinos. 
because are those are black filipinos like that is still a minority in the philippines right Mm -hmm. you know like there's not the majority they're not full filipino in the same way that i'm not full filipino right Mm -hmm. like they are mixed um and we did an entire video about how they also need to be represented Actually, I this is a pretty easy argument that I just... I mean, I can argue with myself, but I was going to argue that, like... No, but we talked about this yeah. in our other episode. In the Black Filipino episode? Yeah. But what's your question? <laughs> you know, it, my I was going to be like, which one's more important? But the answer is that's, like... Because in this video, we're saying, we need to have full Filipinos being represented. And oh, right, 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 right. Like, we need to have black right, Filipinos right. represented. No, that's, that's right. Like, okay, but which one do we need? <laughs> like, which one do we elevate? Yeah, because the, the, whole, the whole question is, we're saying, um, if you're half white, we're basically saying, you're taking up all the space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we need full Filipino stories. And as a half white, half Filipino person, I agree. You agree. We are taking up the space. <laughs> because we're all like, oh, their parents are my parents. And also, it's one more beyond that. It's white dad and Asian mom. Like yeah. that's also the, that's the formula. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then our entire other episode is saying, well, black Filipinos need to see more representation because we don't see that. Yeah, and and you know we solved this in the very last few seconds or you know the last minute of the video where we're talking about you know when we ask for representation, it's not just full representation that we're asking for for quote-unquote, full Filipinos. We're asking for the realistic nuance so that everyone has the ability to see themselves. And that includes Black Filipinos. That includes trans Filipinos. That includes undocumented Filipinos. That includes disabled Filipinos. It includes all of the above, and all of us have the ability to see our story. Now, the problem is, right now, the only story that we see are people who are white and Filipino. white dads and Filipino moms. Even in the video, it was like Bruno Mars celebrated his Filipino moms at the Super Half at the Super Bowl halftime show, and then like Darren Chris is so proud of his mom who's uh, from Cebu, and it's like literally that I can copy and paste that because like I can talk about my mom who's like whose parents are from Ilocos Norte, like I can literally go to the like which parent I celebrate. No, because here's the thing, they do the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. like, but also they can do the bare minimum. You know, like we can't be mad at yes. Bruno Mars and Darren Chris yes. and Olivia for doing the what we call the bare minimum because it shouldn't be on them mm-hmm. to have to carry the Filipino flag on there as a cape. Yeah. But uh it's it's both. So they shouldn't have this this burden to carry where they have to carry the entire Filipino community on the back. That shouldn't be an expectation. Right. Slash they also do have the privilege to carry yeah. the Filipino community on their back. And, and what does that look like? From a music industry standpoint, you know, how does Bruno Mars, Olivia Rodrigo, anyone going on tour that has, you know, power within the industry, what are they able to do to pay it forward for a Filipino musician? You know, there's probably multiple ways in which that can occur. And we have to ask ourselves, like, are they doing that? And again, like, I'm not saying, like, they're obliged to. I'm not saying they have to. Um, But it's a question that I have, you know? If if we really... Like, what would you want Olivia to do right now that would make you feel like, oh, she's she's carrying the culture? Like, what 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 do you want Olivia to do? Two things. Wait, three things. No, actually, no. See, again... See, even, like, no, we have four things we would like you to do every day. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's a lot. Okay, so... she's barely... She's had... She's been here for 15 minutes, you know? So, like, that's a lot to ask someone. Okay, fine. No, no, I know know nothing about 
concerts. Okay, what do you want? What do you want Bruno wait, Mars wait. to do? Well, what is the reason people decide on their opening act? What is the significance of an opening act? Labels. What do you mean? Their record label picks. Because they're promo- they're promoting somebody else. Yeah. Have no, no, no. Ruby Ibarra is opening up for Eric Nam. Okay. Eric Nam is a big K K pop star, and Ruby Ibarra is is opening for him Got for it. for a con or a concert or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that significant? Yes. So that's one example, one little request that I have. And, and, so and Bruno Mars should have Filipino people opening for him. Yeah. Once in a while. Maybe Filipino backup singers. That yeah, like know the Philharmonic. Parts backwards and forwards and know every single song that he sings in three part harmony. Exactly. But you don't <laughs> you don't want to double Bruno Mars performance. <laughs> Philharmonic has been preparing their entire career to be Bruno Mars backup singer. Like literally our entire we could we know every song. We have arrangements for every song that he sings. So Phil, Phil, Bruno Mars, put your money where your mouth is. If you want to be a support Filipino artist, we are ready. We're ready to go. <laughs> One thing that I like, and you see Beyonce incorporate parts of her culture mm. and, and showcase her pride. Certain people in the industry, you know, they become the exception yeah. for this type of success. And then, you know, um, it's it's few and far between. But, you know, Beyonce, granted, she's a large artist, so anything she does, like, is yeah, going to be, be, you know, sparkle and, and diamonds. Um, but she incorporates part of her culture. And I've seen that so many, so many times. And I would I would love to see just a tiny bit of that. Yeah, just you know, I think it's a little different because I don't think people are seeing other black artists being like, oh, well, Beyonce already exists, so you can't succeed either. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think being black... Um, I'm about to say something cancelable. R&B. It is a notoriously, if you are black, you are put into the R&B label. Even if you are singing bubblegum pop, if you are black, that's R&B. If you are white and you are singing R&B songs, pop. They call you pop. So Justin Bieber put out an album that is arguably R&B. It was put in the Grammy category for best pop album. John Legend put out an album that was pretty arguably pop. It was put in the R&B like, category. So I do... What I'm trying to say overall is that there is a pathway for black artists and there's like proven mm-hmm. success and there's a track record that if someone that is black walks in to a meeting with a record label, they know to stereotype them into being R&B. That stereotype, when a Filipino person walks into a record label, does not exist. Yes. They don't know what to do with you. And in fact, they will tell you to play down your Asian identity. Do you remember... Um, uh, like a G6. Like a G6. <laughs> they far, were told, far to East play, movement. Yeah, play, told to play down their Asian identity. They would flat out sell more records if they could hide the fact that they were Asian. But, so again, and, and here's an idea for you, Kuya Bruno or Olivia. Put it in your style. Wear an interesting barong. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many ways. You know what? Even the peacock chair. You have Beyonce sitting in a peacock chair. Mm. Peacock chairs or rattan furniture, those are so uniquely culturally Filipino. You know, but the other thing, too, is that if I was in that position and I was, as I call myself, half, mm-hmm. I would be nervous to put something out there that represents Filipino culture because I would be like, this is half Filipino. Like, I don't know if this represents Filipino culture because my experience is half. Yeah, no, no, I can see that. But the other side of it is, because you know how Filipinos are, 
even if you're just 1% and then you do something that's just a tiny bit Filipino, everyone's like, oh my God, they're Filipino, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it puts them in a weird position to be the Filipino of their industry. It's like, they don't know exactly what to do. I mean, this is me guessing. That like would be the best way to elevate Filipinos. Um, and the entire Filipino community is like, okay, do it, do it promote us like be filipino and they're like i don't know it's tough it puts them in a weird position and so the answer is to have a full 100 percent filipino person in the spotlight so in the second segment we will talk about the media learning like what we learned from this video if we could do it again to try to get more eyeballs uh what would we have done different and you know what you learned from the process of this um for me, I really would have said half. I would have called people half Filipino. You know what? I And I would have commented. The first comment is would have been, um, we know that some people feel like half, but half doesn't necessarily mean less authentic. But I yeah. think we, had an, we added an extra hurdle by having to explain what we meant by mixed. mixed. And you know what? I agree with you because I feel like from... Um... From a user perspective, if we're in the in the stance of a viewer, they don't automatically understand what you mean by mixed, but they will understand what you mean when you say half. Yeah. And I agree. I think what we could have done is scripted in a way that explains it our exact intention in using half Filipino. You know, that comes with we're not actually sure, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We're not actually sure if that would have worked or not. And we also have to consider that this is the second highest performing episode for the Chismis. So it did do well. And it also goes into the fact that like how we promote these videos, we only have six minutes on Facebook and six minutes to talk about this topic is tough. Like that's, there's a lot to cram into six minutes, but even moving this over to Instagram, you only get 60 seconds. And so obviously that's even harder to cram in 60 seconds of this nasty like not nasty 60 seconds of this crazy topic um and so people only really responded to what they saw what they saw and it goes back to the ube thing really that like even on facebook some people only saw the like, title and that's what you like they think that you're basing your entire opinion off of the four words that you put at the beginning of it it's tough to talk about these kind of topics in when the medium to promote it gets more and more limited yeah. Which is and, why we're now pushing people to a Kumu live stream and a podcast so we can actually like air out people's grievances. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? That's another thing that the reality of creating on social media is that you have to play towards the algorithm, towards the game that exists on these platforms. It's a means, you know, to succeed as a, as a media company, we have to be able to play towards these, you know, and there's many arguments, especially a couple of weeks ago when the whole Facebook algorithm optimizing for anger, um, you know, that all came out and, you know, those are very valid points, but it, it doesn't change the, I don't know how to say this. Hold on. How do I not get canceled? No, get canceled. Um, <laughs> That's the point. We gotta get canceled. No, but I mean, like if, Here's what I always say when when people are have a difficulty with certain approaches. If you had the ability to impact 1000 people versus 1 million people and it was determined by your approach, which approach would you take? And again, it's a balance game. Like one down's not going to put some nasty shit that's going to like hurt people, you know? Yeah. We own up to our things. We're still responsible and accountable to what we say. 
but we still take the approach that gives us this mass impact because we are looking, you know, to create content that hits people, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's a bit ugly, even if it's a bit difficult for us to do, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take that approach because we find that these things are important. You have to play into that, like, what did they say? And Because you're going to click on it then. Like, no, no, no. And, and, okay, here's the thing. People like to call that clickbait. Can I just, can I just, def- <laughs> can I just define? <laughs> no, I just need to define for everyone. Clickbait doesn't mean that the title, like, sometimes people say, oh, that's clickbait because that, the title really just like took an emotional toll on them and that was really intimidating and divisive or whatever it is. You know, clickbait is when you click into something expecting a certain thing and it was nothing of what you expected. Yeah. That's the bait part. Well, okay, well, I would argue that the click, let's go into the Ube. Okay, example. go ahead. I would say that did. American, what is it? Did, did America steal Ube from Filipinos? And someone might say, someone did say that that's clickbait. Yeah. Is that clickbait? I would say it is clickbait because the question, it's like a leading question where it's like, did they steal it? And you're like, you would, when you read that, you think that you're going to watch a video of proving why they did, you know, because if they, if it was not that they didn't steal it, you know, you're presenting the argument that they might have. I think it's in Facebook is weird because the clickbait aspect of it is that People are not expecting a conversation. Mm-hmm. So when we form it as a question, people read it as, as Ube was oh, stolen. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Yes. And so it's clickbait in the sense that nothing else in Facebook conversation is a conversation. Everything on Facebook is like, let me tell you what this means. You know, like, let me tell you why this happened. And like, I'm going to present facts and this is going to like, we're going to shut down any other arguments, you know, like it's a very combative platform. And so to have that headline with other Facebook content, you're just assuming that it's going to prove that Ube was stolen, which is, you know, combative in a way. Um, And so the clickbait of it is just being with what else is being said on Facebook, I think. Yeah. I also don't have like a terrible, like aversion to the word clickbait. No, I know, but people like to, I guess I do because I'll have people watch a video and say, oh, that's clickbait and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like, and correct. Like, we baited you to click on it and you clicked on it. Okay, that was I'm, but I'm not explaining it that way because again, <laughs> that there's a negative connotation that comes to clickbait. See, and I when don't it, have a negative connotation to clickbait. I know because you're not the one creating it. That's, even like in Cheese Me videos, I don't think I wouldn't be nervous to title things that are clickbaity. Because you know that that's actually the topic. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we are always on topic. When we give you something, we deliver. If you watch the six minute video, none of you would have commented that. Do you call BuzzFeed clickbaity? Um, let me think of an example. Because I think BuzzFeed is incredibly clickbaity, but I click on it. And I don't hate them for it. I hate myself for clicking on some of the stupid shit. Okay, here, here's on. the thing I'll say. Five Minute Crafts, they yeah. are the kings of clickbait. Of, of clickbait. They'll put this random stuff because the video might include some pineapples. Yeah. And then their first three seconds is going to be this pineapple on fire. Yeah. And then nowhere in the video are you going to see a pineapple on fire. That is clickbait. Yeah. If I tell you I'm going to talk about Ube, I'm going to talk about America, and I happen to use the word steel. But in using the word steel, I am discussing the use and the 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 use of Ube from people who it originates from and not providing credit in some form that is still in line with stealing. There are multiple ways that you can still connect that to stealing. Yeah. It is not clickbait. I think clickbait is 
sensationalizing what actually happened is stretching the truth. Yes. And yes. so when I, when they say like steal, you know, like you could also say that it's like, you know, are they cultural appropriating Ube? Which I think it still is a little clickbaity, no, but, but I think no, it's no. a less clickbaity way of saying steal. And and here's the reason why I would not have chosen that. Yeah. Because who's going to watch a video about right. is blah, 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 cultural appropriating? You know, we're looking at people who aren't going to naturally engage with this video to be able to have a discussion. And sometimes when you use wording that is a bit too academic, it's harder for people to engage. There's a really, so. Yeah, Rem, well, that's a perfect example. Someone yeah. said, meeting my baby for the first time in a six minute video and it was a puppy. I think that is clickbait. And that is, you are 100% correct. We do not do that. We do I not, don't think there's any problem with that. We do not go, um, <laughs> is America stealing Uve from Filipinos? JK, it was Makapono. <laughs> Yeah, okay, here's another. I think that the, even the way that we titled this podcast, I think I make it super clickbaity. With the title of the last but, one being... And I'll defend you here, but y'all can go cancel us and leave a five-star rating. Yeah, leave, no, no, just, leave a five-star review, please. It's a system that we have to play. We did not make the rules. If we made the rules, we'd be on Kumu just doing our thing, and everyone can survive, and everyone can thrive, but we don't make the rules, okay, and so we gotta example. play by it. I have another example of the title of this Kumu stream. When It's called The Cheesemies Cancelled, and when someone came in, they asked why the Cheesemies got cancelled. No, and then, and then what do we get to do? We get to say, hey, here's the reason why we made this podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's a conversation starter. It would be different if, if it was called Breaking the Thabo, because that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, I think it's clickbaity, though, because people clicked on it thinking that the shit got cancelled. But all every single time you use clickbait, you can just switch it for engaging. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, I know, but that's why I don't think it's a bad thing to be, called, to be clickbaity. Anyway. <laughs> Any questions? Anyway. <laughs> so at the end of every episode, we will do a little media end, a little media snack of what we are excited to be watching or listening this week. And I will go first. My media end, it is no secret that I'm a Marvel fan. And my media end for this week is the new Disney Plus series, Hawkeye, which features a mixed Filipino, Haley Steinfeld, as Kate Bishop, who's taking over as... Um, the the archer of the group the jennifer lawrence of the group um and she's learning from jeremy renner and taking his mantle um the show actually does hasn't come out yet it comes out that friday after thanksgiving so this is all your warning to go watch the show and no one talk to me when it comes out because that's what i'm gonna be talking about i'm Wait, only is, be talking about hawkeye is it going to connect with the ending of black widow it is <gasps> gonna connect with the ending of black widow oh so leo actually does know these yes it i is. told you i won and it also is going to connect. This is spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Skip fifteen seconds if spoiler, you don't spoiler. Know. It's also going to connect to the Daredevil TV show with Net on Netflix. Don't know what that is. It's so I'm actually watching it right now to like to, in preparation for it. But um, anyway, that's my media. It's not even out yet, but I will be watching it religiously uh, because I'm very into Marvel right now. What about you? What's your media for this week? So I, I love watching Architectural Digest. I don't know if you know this. The two, I'm going to give you two uh, that you need to watch because these are their two recent videos. You know, AD loves Filipinos. Yeah, right. Um, is Vanessa Hudgens' um, Architectural Digest where she shows us her home. She loves everything European. She had a peacock chair, which is Filipino, but she did not mention its Filipino roots. But watch the video and like listen how she describes like everything European that she loves. Um, 
I'm not hurt by that. And then the sounds like hurt the, by the second one is Bretman rocks. Oh wait. Yeah, he he does have an AD one, but I just realized the one that I watch is actually on his YouTube, mm. and he shows us all of his garden, and he loves his garden. So those are um, your medians this week are just famous famous people's houses, famous Filipinos, one of them being mixed, and them showing us around. <laughs> so. Just nice houses is your median. Yeah. <laughs> So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Cheesemies Cancelled. Make sure to follow us on Apple, Spotify, Acast, Facebook, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We release episodes every Friday, and we would love to have you listen. If you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be incredibly helpful. Let us know which episode you listen to, and we appreciate all the love and support. See you next Friday. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Farewell.